This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Tuesday, December the 20th, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, December 20th. Just a few days away from that Christmas night, but whatever holiday you celebrate, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, we all buy gold. I don't care, but that's what we do. The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call. 1-800-951-0592. The lovely, so lovely, Wendy is here to take your phone call, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. It's that simple. Take a look at all the wonderful products that we have available for you. Take a look at the plans that you can join, like the Patriot Metals Preferred Members Plan. And you can get the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. As always, this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the man who grinds it out daily to make sure you're in the know and delivers economics with attitude. Joe! It's Tuesday, man. Happy Tuesday. It's so, happy Tuesday. Got a couple of more days. Today, tomorrow, we're going to close early Thursday. We will not be here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. I'm out of town next week. So where where is everyone going to be? Where are you going to be? Why aren't you here? Well, we're, we are closed for the Christmas holiday, and I want to... Uh, you know, I got to take a little break, take a few days off, kind of recharge the batteries. Uh, the holiday time's the time to do it. Yeah, and holidays are the time to do it. We're actually staying at home. Uh, we're having people at our house on on Christmas. Wow, usually Scrooge doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. It really isn't. Oh, if Wendy heard that, she would have and, and, and so uh, we're going to shut down the office will be closed Friday and Monday for sure. Tuesday will probably be here, but leave early again as well because I'm in the holiday spirit. Uh, and then, of course, you run up on New Year's. Uh, so if you want to take advantage of these pullbacks in both gold and silver, today's a great day to do it. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. As I watch the Dow at 19,973, they want Dow 20,000. I get it. Right? Get there already. Make it happen. It almost seems like it doesn't matter what the news really is anymore. And this is really, these are the signs, right? Those, those bubble signs. Remember back when your house, you'd go to bed, you wake up the next morning, and it was worth an extra one, two, three thousand dollars $3,000 every single day? You know, every day. Every single day. It, it was ridiculous that the home I live in, 22, 2300 square feet, was valued one time at half a million dollars. <laughs> half a million dollars. Oh, oh, we'll appraise that at about $520,000. Right, yeah. Not now. Even not now now. Oh, absolutely. Not, not even now. close. Absolutely not. But, you know, you think about there was not one, there was two terrorist attacks yesterday. Saw that. Just right? unreal. The, the uh, Russian ambassador, I think, to Turkey got assassinated by a member of the Turkish police. 
Then you had another one of these, I, don't, I guess I don't know what to call it, the truck mowdown. I'm telling you, I watched some of this yesterday on, on TV. It was like an episode of one of the Jason Bourne movies come alive. Right. Yeah, right. What is happening Driving right on the side while a, mowing them down. A president gets, uh, or, or a high-level executive for Russia. A high-level government but, official gets assassinated. So I'm just wondering, who's dispatching the agent? <laughs> Where's right? Jason Bourne? Where's Jason Bourne? Get Bourne on it. I am telling you that or Jack Reacher needs to go to work. Somebody. And then I read this morning that the, the now remember the last truck massacre was in France, this one in Germany, and now I'm reading that they arrested the wrong guy. Did you see this? I did not see that. Yeah, apparently Germany says, ah, we don't think we got the right guy. We think he's still out there armed and dangerous. That didn't matter. Uh, retail sales, malls dying, Jim Cramer. Wow. I, I, and you know what? It's kind of like what I said to you guys yesterday. Hey, I was at the mall on Sunday. And I'm talking the premier mall in this city. Right? If any mall is going to be bursting at the seams, it would have been fast and square. Absolutely. And I told you, it was... It was nothing. I can't tell you how many times I heard my wife say this over the last few days. She thought of somebody to get a gift for. You know what? Amazon will have it here in two days. So let's just get it online. It was nothing. That's what they're doing. They're going online. General Motors announced we got a problem. We got way too many vehicles. We're going to idle not one, not two, not three. Five plants are going to be idled uh, for General Motors. And you know Ford's coming out. Chrysler's going to be next. Housing slowing down. Twenty, we may hit twenty trillion by the end of the week. We're now, uh, I think it's right around ten trillion dollars away from twenty trillion. I think it's inevitable that we hit it by the end of the week, isn't it? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know how they do the numbers and all that, but it's inevitable. Yes, uh, by the end of the week, next week, I, we're not going to. It doesn't look like we're going to get out of December. Like I said, I just it just started spiking up. So it will be under Barack's plan, I think under his term, <laughs> that we reach twenty right, the, trillion. The number got a little bigger, a little. Right, pension systems failing everywhere. But let's not talk about that because that was going to be twenty trillion dollars. I will say this: Janet Yellen gave a speech, uh, a commencement, one. right? Somebody yes. uh, graduating yes. class. And she did the old... Employment. Yes. She did the old... While she's talking to these college graduates, most of them who probably mortgaged their entire future to pay for school, to tell everybody how great the job market is. We got a great show lined up for you. Patriot Radio News Hour. Get in the Christmas spirit. We'll be right back. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love. Thank you all. I just dropped my mic. Thank you all for tuning in, uh, wherever that may be. Welcome to all the podcasters. I'll say this. Thank you so much to those of you that are going to the online store. Um, really seems to be uh, working here. We're, we're getting the orders coming in now, and, and uh, another great, a lot of, activity again 
this morning, and we appreciate all of that. If you haven't seen the new shopping cart, go check it out. Uh, when you go to allamericangold.com, you get the order now button, and it'll lead you right there. Don't forget, follow us on SoundCloud. That way you get the podcast uh, all day long, whenever you want, right at your fingertips. You can do that at our website as well. Like Homer said, you get the news to disturb the comfortable, and uh, Ramon just did a great job. What a great, great website today. Uh, you know, we, we lead off another one of these Bernie Madoffs, right, another one of these uh, the fraudsters that is the pinstripe bandits on Wall Street. One billion dollar Yeah, I mean, he made off. You know, it's only a billion. You know, who, who's... You Norman know, Seabrook? You know, this is what you get when the uh, fox is guarding the hen house. Uh, but I just couldn't help it. Janet Yellen at this commencement talking about the greatest job market in a decade. As long as you are have gone to college, according to her. So when you actually go down, so we have the the hedge funds manager fraud, the GM saying, hey, you know what? We're not selling these cars. Let's idle five factories. Then Janet Yellen says that the class of 2016 is entering the strongest jobs market in nearly a decade. Now, that may or may not be true. Because let's face it, this last decade it's, it has been horrible. So that's really not saying a whole lot. But she's saying how the... If you don't have a college degree, she essentially said you're SOL. And you think about all the degrees that people go and get that are just meaningless out there. What about, what are you saying to the tens of millions of us uh, that don't, right? Because let's face it, we say it all the time, college isn't for everybody. But right below the greatest jobs market in 10 years. Right below that on the web page, 32% of all U.S. millennials, those are 18 to 34-year-olds, okay? So this is the demographic that Janet Yellen was bragging about yesterday with her completely BS 4.6% unemployment rate. Right? We can get the unemployment. It can be any number you want if you don't want to count everybody. I mean... Obviously, it's not even it's not even worth the paper that it's printed on. Thirty two percent of eighteen to thirty four year olds live with their parents. Wow! Think about that. Thirty two percent, you know, and at least I think I I, I think Homer and I. I guess we must have been at the tail end of the, we couldn't wait to get out. Yeah, well, right? I mean, you know what? I'm one of those guys that you said, yeah, not everybody goes to college. Now, I ended up going after I got out of the military, but I was too, I had to get out of that little town I was from, so I joined the military, you know? And a lot of, you know, the options that people have these days, we also have different parents. Remember one thing. This is trophy-given society, and these kids are going, nah, my parents will keep taking care of me. Don't you yeah. think that's part oh, of it? Oh, yeah. Well, mom's going to give me a participation trophy. Well, might, right. might as well participate in living in their house. Why pay rent when I can just uh, have a good time? And here's the other thing. 
Do you think some of these kids, some of these young adults, this 18 to 30-something, do you think they chip in and pay rent? No. Do, I mean, do you think that they help out no, those groceries? I really don't. I, I, Let me ask you this. Do you think they turn to mom and dad for cash? Absolutely. I really do. Mom, 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 my Wi-Fi ran out on my Xbox. Can I get your card for a minute? <laughs> That's what's happening. So as we watch this rally, and you look at the news I just talked about today, how is GM idling five plants saying things are good? The housing market clearly slowing down. The debt, I, mean, I just looked at the debt clock right now. It's at $19 trillion. Nine hundred eighty-nine billion seven hundred and fifty-five million in counting, yeah. and we're and we're talking about some economic recovery. Uh, I, I'm going to say this right now: it's a matter of days. It, it really, it's, and I don't know about days, but it's just a matter of time. And I get it. They want to be excited. They want to pretend to be optimistic. But there's no way out of this thing. Uh, also on there, we're going to play this clip right now. Uh, we had Peter Schiff. That you can listen to this article on our website as well. But here was Peter Schiff talking about the future, where we're headed, what's next for gold, what's next for silver. Ramon, let's play the clip. Well, no surprise that gold has moved lower in the wake of a Fed interest rate hike. But what may be concerning, even more concerning for gold investors out there, is that the precious metal is down 11 percent since the presidential election. This as the Fed takes a more hawkish stance on lifting interest rates in 2017. It's prompting analysts out there to turn bearish on the commodity altogether. And that includes trader Tim Knight, who said recently that he believes it's going to be a miserable 2017 for the yellow metal. It's just about the only asset that's reliably down every day. So does he have a point? I toss that question to Euro-Pacific Capital CEO Peter Schiff, a known gold bull. Here's his take. Not really. I mean, I think, uh, you know, he's completely wrong, but I like to see that negativity out there. I mean, gold has gone down quite a bit since the election, but I mean, if you go back over the last 15 years, uh, gold's had a pretty good track record. And it's interesting that the reason that so many people have turned bearish on gold is because they believe that we're going to have more inflation under Donald Trump, that we're going to have larger deficits as a result of uh, tax cuts and increased government spending, and that because of the higher inflation, the Fed is going to get more aggressive and raise interest rates, and somehow the increase in interest rates is what's going to be bad for gold. This is ridiculous. Higher inflation is good for gold, and even if the Fed is raising rates slightly, even if it manages the three hikes that people think are coming uh, next year. And remember, they were telegraphing four hikes this year, and they only gave us one in December. And they're actually, the Fed is actually less optimistic on the economy now than they were a year ago. If you look at their GDP forecasts, I even doubt we're going to get those hikes. But even if we do, I think inflation is going to rise much faster than interest rates. And so real interest rates are going to fall. Mm -hmm. And that's when gold shines brightest, when you have inflation that is not being fought aggressively, like during the Bush term, when green
Greenspan was raising rates every quarter, every time they met, and gold prices went from under 300 to 1,000. Or if you go back to the 1970s when the Fed was behind the curve on inflation and gold went from 350 to 850 or from $35 an ounce to 850 while the Fed was raising rates. So I think the idea that higher inflation is bad for gold is preposterous. I think they're right. We're going to get more inflation, but it's not a negative for gold. It's a huge positive. And the markets were wrong about gold at the end of last year. Yeah. They sold it off when the Fed raised, raised rates. It bottomed out in January and then had a huge run. I think we're going to have another big run next year. But I think next year we're going to finish the year strong as opposed to have this Trump-related sell-off. But a, a lot of people look at this, Peter, and they say just because, you know, the Fed wrongly predicted four hikes, we only got one hike, just because that didn't work out doesn't mean that that's what we're going to see in 2017. They would argue we're on to new times. They're looking at the data out there. They're looking at GDP <laughs> showing, you know, solid growth uh, over 3%. They're looking at corporate profits continuing to rebound. Uh, so how can we confidently buy into the theory that we are on to a gold bull run? Or do you not necessarily think that's the case anymore. Well, first of all, GDP growth for this year is going to end up below 2%. Uh, and the Fed is only forecasting 2.1 for next year. And I think they're too optimistic. So we're not getting 3%. We'll be lucky if we get 2%. We may not even get that. We could be on the cusp of a recession right now. It wouldn't surprise me to have a recession early in the first year of the Trump term. And I think the reason that the Fed waited until December to raise rates by a quarter is because in contrast to their claim to have confidence in the economy. They have no confidence in the economy. That's why they waited so long, and that's why they raised interest rates so little. Remember, when Alan Greenspan cut interest rates to 1% in the aftermath of the uh, tech bubble bursting on September 11th, he brought interest rates to 1% because he was so worried about the economy. Now the Fed is supposedly so confident, and they can't even raise interest rates above a half. Uh, this is a complete bubble that the Fed has blown. You know, uh, Trump was right when he was a candidate. It's a big, fat, ugly bubble. It's even bigger, fatter, and uglier now. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the stock market. And by the way, the bond market bubble has already burst. And yeah. so interest rates are rising. And that is going to compound the problems for an already weakening economy. So if the economy was weak last year, it's going to be even weaker next year. Now, you've expressed some concern in the past uh, for the impact of a Fed rate hike on the housing and auto sectors more specifically. What do you see as the vulnerability there? Well, these these sectors are completely dependent on cheap money. I mean, people buy houses based on their monthly mortgage payment. And fixed rate mortgages, the 30-year fixed rate has basically gone from about 3.5% when Trump was elected to 4.5% now. It could be over 5% by the time he's inaugurated. And it can easily be close to 6 uh, you know, next year. I mean, Nobody can afford these rates. We already have homeownership near a 60-year low because people can't afford the low rates we had. Obviously, they're not going to be able to afford the higher rates that we have now or the rates that we're getting in the future. So you're going to see a drop there. You're going to see a complete end of the refi market. So that lifeline is gone. People were able to rely on lowering their payments with refis. Nobody could do that anymore. And I think now, with higher cost of borrow money to buy houses, real estate prices are going to start to fall. So that means more for 
foreclosures again. So that's a problem. And the auto bubble, this has all been about 0% down, letting people roll the negative equity in their trade-ins into an even bigger loan with cheap money. It's been about leases and extending the payments. This is a huge subprime bubble, and the air is already coming out of that. So all the things the government propped up with cheap money are going to topple as you take the cheap money away. Okay. When I interviewed you back on Election Day, you talked about how traders had decided a Trump win was bad for stocks, good for gold. That was certainly the consensus at the time. But as we know, the opposite has turned out to be true. Investors are are seemingly bullish on a Trump economy. So what are your thoughts there? Because it sounds to me that you're, you're bearish on the economy, but you do seem to be a little bit more upbeat about Trump. Can you be bullish on Trump? bearish on the economy. Where do you stand? Well, first of all, that was the original reaction, right? I mean, as soon as Trump won, uh, the stock futures were down, whatever, 800 points. Gold was up 60 bucks. So that knee-jerk reaction was there. But if you remember, I said, I didn't understand why people thought that Trump was worse for the stock market than Clinton, because I said Trump is promising things that would normally be good for the stock market, like less regulation and lower taxes. But the problem is the stock market is already overvalued. It's a bubble. And so just because we're going to get some tax cuts and regulatory relief doesn't undo that bubble. I mean, it helps, but it's not going to justify the inflated valuations. And, of course, as interest rates go up, that automatically brings stock values down. But I think it's also interesting that the same stock traders that were so worried about what would happen to the market if Trump won, the minute he won, now they just started buying because all they want to do is justify a move up. Believe me, had Clinton won, they would have said, oh, we dodged the bullet. Let's buy stocks. You know, we dodged Trump. You know, this market is feeding on itself. You know, it's like a horse with a bit in its mouth and it keeps on going. People are ignoring that the things that they think are going to happen are impossible. They think, oh, now we're going to get fiscal stimulus, so we don't need monetary stimulus. You know, if we get the fiscal stimulus, we need monetary stimulus more than ever to make it possible. There is no way to finance these deficits unless the Fed steps up and does it. Now, of course, this is a mistake. They shouldn't do it. That's why we're in so much trouble. But I don't think there's any way Trump can fix these problems. They are unfixable. We can't stop the bubble from popping, nor should we try. You know, Trump was elected, and I was saying I thought he would get elected because the economy is so messed up. Good way to end this. Halftime. Bet. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Eagle Forum a national volunteer organization founded by Mrs. Schlafly in 1972 to preserve the family, oppose a radical feminist agenda, and represent a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now, from the Eagle Forum Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Donald Trump won a spectacular victory, fair and square. Phyllis Schlafly is celebrating posthumously, and more than a few have wondered if she pulled some strings from above. Her vision in endorsing and predicting Trump the winner was proven right in this stunning victory. While Trump won a clear majority of the votes in the Electoral College, he did not win the most popular votes. Of course, many liberals are engaging in sore loser complaints, falsely focusing on the meaningless outcome in the popular vote. Our Electoral College prevents tyranny by the majority, or giving one state so much influence over the others. Our founders wisely compartmentalized our union, such that each state, even tiny ones like New Hampshire, has an influence all its own. This usually ensures that one candidate attains a majority of the Electoral College vote, even though none of the candidates garner a majority of the popular vote. 
In more than half of the presidential elections over the past quarter century, no candidate has attained a majority of the popular vote. The Chicago Cubs did not score more runs than the Cleveland Indians in the World Series, yet the Cubs were declared the winner. Was that unfair, or does anyone challenge that result? Of course not. A baseball team is not rewarded for running up the score in one game. Winning a game by 6-0, to zero, as the Indians did in Game 1, doesn't count any more than winning a game by 1-0, to zero, as the Indians did in Game 3. Our Electoral College uses the same fair system as our national pastime. Hillary Clinton ran up the score in liberal states like California, New York, and Illinois, but that should not and did not give her any extra advantage in the election. To the liberals demanding an end to the Electoral College, why aren't they also demanding that the Chicago Cubs return their World Series trophy? For the same reason it makes sense not to allow a baseball team to benefit from running up the score in a single game of the series, it also makes sense not to allow a liberal presidential candidate to benefit from running up her vote tally in a few liberal states. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. Want to join in on the spirited debate over issues you care about? At EagleForum.org, strategists at Eagle Forum are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and more issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments to the blog at EagleForum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, when you listen to to Peter Schiff and you listen to the logic, right? You really start dealing with facts, and it's really hard to argue. I mean, really, if it is inflation, gold's going to be great, right? And history tells us that, and, re- and really. Ultimately, the reason why you store your money in gold is because you're essentially protecting yourself against the destruction of whatever it is, the currency that you may live in. In this case, we live here in the U.S., so it's the Federal Reserve note. You're telling me that the people in Venezuela, that the people that didn't own gold, Aren't the ones doing the best? Of course they are. And you sit there and you start looking at the real storyline. Plant shut down, right? Car sales stalling. You look at the housing market, we already know, uh, already down over 4 and 5% now as interest rates have spiked how much it's going to cost for all of the debts out there. Part of the reason why we're seeing an acceleration in the debt cost. And rates have only moved up about a percent. And we're seeing this massive, massive increases in in our debts. And, of course, part of that is structural. This is where we're heading and he didn't even touch upon uh, the pension systems and all their problems. And then Jim Cramer was out talking about uh, the department stores and the malls. I don't know what we're going to do. Who's going to be in these malls? Homer's got it right, right? Hey, my wife doesn't go to the mall anymore. 
right? She goes to Amazon. My son, who is in desperate need of clothes, as he magically got bigger overnight. Mom, why don't we just do it online? I don't have time. And they're talking about worrisome updates. Here is Kramer. Unfortunately, we are continuing to be provided very worrisome updates on traffic trends and the state of the consumer on his Mad Money broadcast. He said conference call after conference call. Now, I didn't hear that in Janet Yellen's little speech. Right? I keep hearing about this great jobs market that, quite honestly, nobody actually believes. I mean, if you want to go back from the best job market in 10 years, according to her little buddies over at Harvard and Princeton, they said, hey, the last 10 years they created 94% of all jobs created or part-time. The, the new, what do they call it, the gig economy? I guess, is that the latest? Is that the right lingo, Homer, is that the gig economy? You know what? You know, Everything's short-term when it's a gig, right? So it's just short-term. I believe you're on point. And I guess right. Then what? You know, part of the reason why the Dallas pension fund is is essentially bankrupt. They own all this real estate, and when you ask people logically, "Hey, what happens to real estate when interest rates rise?" They get better or get worse. It gets worse. Then he, he touched upon the cars. Right? What did we say? Something was like like 40% now of everybody who's trading in a vehicle owes more than it's worth, and they're just tacking it on. So let's just say you owed a couple grand more, and they add that on to the price of your next car. And then four or five years later, you trade that in, and now instead of two or three grand under, you're five or six grand under, right? Yeah, don't worry. We'll just tack, we'll just tack it on to the next one. Right, you go back to get your loan, and now all of a sudden you're ten or twelve, fifteen thousand underwater, and you and you can see how all of this ends. And really, you don't have to really work that hard at it. And like I said, I sit here every day, and, and I'm I'm almost watching in disbelief. I mean, here Kramer's talking about, let me read you what J.P. Morgan and Kramer said about Nordstrom. According to J.P. Morgan, traffic levels in stores are at the worst levels since 1972. (laughs) I was two. Traffic is at the worst levels since the early 70s. Traditional department stores are in real trouble, and it's not just Nordstrom's, Kramer said. 
And I sit there and I start thinking about all of the, you know, all of these malls, all of the strip malls. What's going to go in them? It's not like these properties are paid for. They're all in your IRAs. They're in your 401Ks. They're in your pension systems. They're in there. They're all over the place. Trillions and trillions of dollars worth. And you see and and you're hearing and you're talking about, I I saw one guy that said uh, that it was optimism was what was leading uh, leading the charge, and another one was saying, "Oh, it's a gut feeling," and and I, and and I'm thinking about why don't we just go with facts? How is all of this going to end? And I think Peter Schiff brought up a great question: How does Trump get us out of that? I have a question for you: How do you measure optimism? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's optimism. That's what's doing it. Well, really, can you give us some numbers on optimistic? Um, 90% of the people are optimistic. Right? Four out of five Four dentists. Four out of five dentists, dentists survey. Right? <laughs> you, know what, you, you know what happens when people have real jobs? They buy stuff. They spend real money. Right? Traffic levels don't fall to 1972 levels. You know, we got a hundred more, a hundred million more people here. Where is the consumer? Right? GDP's not 3%. It's 2%. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Got another, a really unique, special something that we haven't done boy it seems like a long time i don't want to say years but we used to do this all the time because it's easy to do and now it's virtually become almost non-existent but i've got two gold items and one silver item let's start with the gold i've got us 10 in U.S. $20 gold pieces. Now that in itself, we sell those all the time. But today is going to be, and these are very limited, but a unique opportunity that hopefully down the road we'll be able to do more of. I've got five sets of $10 liberties. These are date sets. So you're going to get 10 $10 Liberty gold pieces, and you're going to get 10 different dates. You're going to, every one of the sets is going to have dates from the 1870s, the 1880s, the 1890s, and of course, obviously, 1900 through 1907. So you're going to have coins in these sets that span pretty much the whole uh, four decades that the Liberties were minted. There are 
$645 a piece. So the set is $6,450. I've got five sets of ten. Now, some of you say, hey, I, I can't afford $6,450. You can buy individual $10 pieces at $645, but if you want a date set, I have five 10-piece date sets in the $10 Liberty. I have three $20 date sets. And the exact same thing. These are the Liberties, 1866 to 1907. Every one of these sets are going to have coins from the 1870s, the 1880s, the 1890s, and then the 1900s. And I've got three sets of ten. Every $20 piece in the set is $1,275, so a date set of 10 would be $12,750. Every single one of our competitors would charge you more money for these. They're the exact same price if you bought one. $1,275, you buy 10, they're $1,275 just times 10. Because that's just how we do it. So if you're looking at, at at picking up some gold today and then picking them up and getting coins from the 1870s, the 1880s, the 1890s, and the 1900s, you're going to get that right in every one of these sets. So we've got Five $10 sets, the $10 Liberty Gold set. Each set of 10 is 6450 We only got three of the $20 sets, and those are at 12750 for the set. So you get 10 different dates. Uh, like I said, we used to do this a lot. When I first started with Eric, we did this quite a bit. I'll ask you, Homer, do you, I mean... I haven't done it but a couple of times, maybe, since you've been with me. Uh, if, if that, if I don't know, right? If that. This, so, is, this is awesome. I think gotten it's gotten a lot to harder yeah. to do because there's just not nearly the amount of coins out there that there used to be. Uh, so if you're looking at the gold, that's our gold special today. On the silver side, I've got another item that we don't run very often. Matter of fact, this is one I don't know that we ever do because we don't normally deal in. But these are Morgan and Peace rolls. They're mixed rolls. So you're going to get some Morgan, some Peace. These are, they're not bent. They don't have holes in them. But these are, these are ugly. Not pretty. They're not pretty. But I'm just going to tell you, a, the ugliest of the ugly, right, Wendy's? <laughs> the ugliest of the ugly, my cost, if I, wanted, if I called up our, our wholesaler and I said, I want the worst, the absolute 
bottom of the barrel Morgan and Peace dollars. They'd cost me seventeen dollars, which would make them my cost three hundred and forty dollars a roll. That's exactly what I'm selling these for. My cost three hundred and forty, but they're ugly. I'm not, I'm just being upfront. I'm being honest. You can read the date, but they're ugly. But when it comes to putting away gold and silver, ugly doesn't matter. Gold is gold, silver is silver. So if you're looking for, and I'll say this, all the pre-21 Morgans, and there's pre-21 Morgans in there, the ugliest of the ugliest of the ugliest of those are like 20 bucks. U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You, you ugly. ugly. You ugly. And these things are ugly. I do not have these on the website. So if you want to order... They're so ugly. But if you want to order the date sets or these ugly Morgan and Peace dollars at 340 a roll, you got to call us today. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. Quick look here at the markets. Uh, gold and silver, they were down pretty... They were down big. Uh, coming coming back now, uh, gold's down $7, $6, Uh Silver got all the way down to below fifteen seventy. It was in the 1560s. Uh, it's now at fifteen eighty seven, uh, $15.87. The Dow, which I don't know if it crossed 20000 but it got right next to it. Uh, now it's come back a little bit as well. It's at 19000 943 uh if you're just joining us we've got uh the date set specials on the 10 and 20 dollar gold pieces uh, you get 10 different dates i got uh five sets of the 10 dollars three sets of the 20 dollar uh they're 10 different dates every set though in and i don't know that we ever did this when we ran date sets a lot in the past but you're going to get dates from the 1870s, 80s, 90s, and, of course, those years in the 1900s in every single set. Uh, the date sets on the 10s are 6450 for 10 different dates. Uh, if you want to buy them individually, you absolutely can. They're $645. Uh, the $20 date sets, those are at $12,750. Uh, uh, those twelve seventy five if you buy them one at a piece. And then really a uh, a really unique item. You think about uh, you know silver is about sixteen bucks here for seventeen dollars or three hundred and forty dollars a roll. An assortment of what I'm calling the ugly Morgan in peace dollars. Uh, you can pick up rolls of them for seventeen bucks, and that's. Just dead cost, dead cost on Morgan and Peace dollars today, uh, and that's dead cost on ugly ones. If you actually wanted ones that weren't ugly, I mean, you're talking about four hundred, four hundred bucks on Peace dollars. Really, probably closer to four twenty on a on a V, just a VG Peace dollar, uh, a VG Morgan. You know, you're talking almost five hundred bucks. So three hundred and forty dollars. 
for the ugly ones today, 800-951-0592. It beats a lump of coal, right? Beats a lump of coal in the stocking. Some ugly uh, Morgan in peace dollars. Those are at 340 a roll, uh, 800-951-0592. And just a, a reminder, regular hours tomorrow. We're going to close early on Thursday, and when we're going to be closed Friday, Saturday, obviously Sunday, and then again on Monday, we'll reopen again on Tuesday, probably Wednesday, Thursday, and then close again for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and probably Monday over the New Year's holiday. Uh, So you've got a few days. I will have the website. It'll be up running 24 hours a day. You wake up on Christmas morning and you decide you want to put some gold or silver away, you're going to be able to do so uh, the whole time. Uh, So if you haven't seen the new shopping cart, check it out today. Go out to allamericangold.com and and look around there. We got a a lot of new items on there that we didn't have in the past. Uh, Check price, credit card price, you name it, it's all there. 